Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. I'm so proud of you. Fantastic, because when you're doing a production at church, it's not like school where you practice every day. You're, we've been started maybe four or five weeks, some of these children. Some of them stepped in at the last minute and learned parts really well. So well done, children. That's absolutely fantastic. Okay, right. I'm going to need some of your help again in a minute. So I'm looking out for some of you gorgeous children uh, this morning. Uh, I thought it'd be great if we just prayed before we started. Also give me a chance to get my breath back. <laughs> Dear God, thank you for uh, this morning. Thank you for all the children that have taken part this morning. Thank you that you sent your son, Jesus, to uh, save us, Lord, and that we can have a, a friendship and a relationship with you. I pray that you will speak your words this morning. Amen. Well, I don't know about you, but sometimes life feels like a reality TV show that nobody has let me into the rules. And I, whatever I do, I don't seem to be able to win. You know, fame and fortune and significance and wealth seem to be the things that are really important. Well, this morning I've got my own little game show um, and there's some really great prizes. So I'm going to ask some of the children to come and help me this morning. I've got my VIP chairs with very important parts of life in. So who thinks they could come up and give me a hand this morning? Casey, do you want to come up? Good girl. Okay. Now, Casey, you're going to be in chair number one. So have a seat in chair number one. Okay. Now, in here, there's a few things in here, but I want you to see if you can find the object in here. Can you see there's an object in there? Put your hand right. It's all nice. There's nothing, nothing horrible in there. Can you find the object? It's metal. Not that one. That one. Not that one. Not that one. That's for later. (gasps) Don't show that one yet. Here we go. Oh, it's because it's gone right to the bottom, Casey. There we go. Can you pick that out? There we go. There we go. That one. Do you know what that is? Now this, if we open it up and show everybody. This is a, a mirror, okay? And I think sometimes the world tells us that what we look like is really important. Are we tall enough, short enough, fat enough, thin enough, spotty enough? Are we wearing the right clothes, the right shoes? Sometimes the world tells us those things are really, really important. Thank you, Casey. You can stay there because I'm going to need your help again in a minute. Right, I've got, a, I've got chair number two. Who's, Doug, who shall we have in chair number two? Come on, Jasmine, do you want to come up? Looking like beautiful as an angel this morning. Okay. Right, Jasmine, you're going to be in chair number two. Take a seat. Right, there's a big object in here. Put your hand in. Have you got it? Ooh, oh. Is it going to come out or is it stuck? Oh. It's stuck. Have you got it? There we go. Oh, hold that up. What have you got? What have you got? What, do you know what it is? It's a game controller. It's actually Tim's. We'll look after it, Tim, I promise. We'll go back all right. It's a game controller. And I don't, you can put that, hold that nicely there. There we go. Otherwise your arm will hurt. And I don't know about you children, but have you, or adults, ever been in that situation 
where you've got a really good friend who's got that toy, that toy that you always wanted, or maybe phone or car or house. They've got what you wanted, and it looks like everybody else has got it. It doesn't feel good. And sometimes we get to think we're important by how much stuff we have. So let's have a look what's in chair number three. Okay, Dawn, come on up, because I love those glasses. Okay, right, have chair number three. Okay, put your hand in there, Dawn. Can you find the object in there? It is that one. This one, this is, this is my mobile phone, so please, I've had to replace the screen about four times already, so please look after it. Um, our friends and social media, sometimes they're really important parts of our lives. You know, those virtual friends who give you likes and retweets and messages, um, are, that, are they really friends? Are they the things that are really, really important to us? Sometimes we place real importance on those things. Now, come on, Ben, you come up for this one. Chair number four. Come on. Right, in here. Can you see if you can find There's a medal in here. See if you can find it. I thought you'd like this one. We got it? Yes. Okay, we've got a medal. Ooh. Now, I'll tell you something about this medal. This medal is for an inflatable 5K run that um, I did. I can tell you now there was not a lot of running going on. But me and Faith made it to, to, to the end of this 5K run. In my defence, it was the hottest day in about eight years. It was like 32 degrees. There you go, Ben. Do you want to hold that for me? Oh, oh, have you got it? So sometimes our achievements and how clever we are are the things that are really important. And what other people look at, you know, it's one of the first questions you ask people. So what do you do? And it gives you an opinion straight away about those people. So we've got how we look. Is that really important? What the stuff that we have, is that important? Our social media following, what influencers and YouTubers are we looking at? And those achievements that we have, are these the things that are really important? Well, that's what the world would say. But do you know what? God is our Father in heaven and he thinks something completely different. So I'm going to tell you some of the things that he thinks about you this morning. So do you want to read this out, Casey, or shall I read this? Do you want, me to do, do you want to do some reading? Shall I read it? So we've got this one. So it says in the Bible this. It says that instead of looking at the fashions of the day, walk out into nature, into the fields, and look at the wildflowers. God dresses those beautifully. They never have to shop or primp, but they have beautiful colour and design. So do you want to, can you hold on to that as well for me? You're doing a great job there, Casey. You know, it says in the Bible that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God knitted you together in your mum's tummy before anyone had even seen you, before you'd done any of these things, because God loves you so much. And we sometimes worry about how we look when God put us together. Okay, secondly, Jasmine, yours says, I'll read yours for you. It's from Matthew, and it says... 
And if you hard-hearted, sinful men know how to give good gifts to your children, when your Father in heaven even more certainly give good gifts to those who ask for it. And do you know what? I really believe that God doesn't want to give us just enough to scrimp by. He wants to bless us and give us great things. You know, Faith is my, I was going to say little girl, but she's not. She's about the same height as me now. And, um, you know, I don't just want to give her the bare essentials for getting by. It gives me joy to see her have lovely things that we can give to her, obviously, not being spoiled, and don't get your hopes up too high for Christmas. You're not getting an iPhone X. (laughs) Um, And then we come on to our friends and what our friends think. And it says in the Bible that I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father I've made known to you. Thank you, George. Um, Because, you know, this amazing God who set the planets in motion and the earth to go around the sun and the moon, it's amazing. And, you know, he's decided that he wants to call you friends. By right, a king like that, we should be humbled to be his servant. But he's like, no, 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 that's not what I want for you. I want you to be my friend. I want to call you friend. Okay. And then, achievements. And it says here, and I love this one, it's from Ephesians, it says, for we are God's handiwork, that means he made us, he created us in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us. Hold that one for, for me. You know, God decided, got a plan for you before you were even created and he's got specific projects for you to do that he's made you for. It doesn't matter what your qualification is or how great you are at different things. He's put you in a place to do a particular job that only you can do. So we've had God's thoughts about some of the things that we would say are important in our life. But he's got some presents for us. Um, and I thought it'd be good to have a look at some of these presents this Christmas. So children, in your stocking, there is another piece of paper. So Casey, do you want to show us your piece of paper first? This is our first gift. And God gives us, and he gives us, do you know what it says? Peace. He gives us peace. And it says in the Bible that he gives us peace that passes all understanding. This Christmas, you know, we go around at a million miles an hour. And I can tell you, you can go around at a million miles an hour and still have peace. It doesn't mean you have to be quiet and calm. You can have a stillness and a confidence that everything will be all right. And God will give you that peace. It doesn't matter if Christmas dinner gets burnt. It doesn't matter if they don't get the exact present they want. God can give you that peace, which is fantastic. Right, Jasmine, do you want to show us what you've got in your pocket, in your uh, stocking? What gift have we got from God? That's it. Casey, you can hold that on your knee now so you don't get arm ache. Can you find it? Those stockings are just a little bit too small, aren't they? Faith will be saying yes, because they're our stockings for Christmas Eve. Yes, get a bigger one. What have we got then, Jasmine? Hold that nice and still. Good boy. You're doing a great job. We have got grace. Oh, my goodness, grace. Grace is getting stuff that you didn't deserve. Lovely things that God wants to give us that, that we don't deserve. And you know what? I've done this so many times. I've messed up and I've got it wrong again. And I've got to go to God and say, do you know what, God? 
I was wrong there. I messed that up. I got that wrong. And do you know what he says? He says, it's all right. I forgive you. And he always gives another opportunity. You know, he always provides what I need to be provided. And I'm always blown away with how generous and kind he is. Okay, where are we? Dawn, what's it? You look so cool, Dawn. <laughs> you, know, you rock those glasses beautifully. Okay, Dawn, love. You know, God's gift for you this Christmas is love. He loves you unconditionally. It doesn't matter what you've done or how clever you are or anything like that. He loves you. And when I was pregnant with faith, this helped me understand this bit because I had this little person growing inside my tummy who I'd never met. I didn't know what she looked like. She hadn't achieved anything. I didn't know how clever she was going to be. And yet I loved her with every fibre of my being. And our Father in heaven, he loves you with every fibre in, in his being because he made you. And we don't have to do anything to earn that love. Um, that's good. Ben, do you want to get your piece of paper out, your stocking? There's an, another piece of paper in your stocking. Can you get it out for me? You're doing a great job up here, Ben. Got it? Right, open it up. What does yours say? Finally, for this Christmas, I wanted to talk about hope. Now, you know, in our society today, we've had a big week, um, and some people may feel they've lost a bit of hope, but... You know, our hope is in God. God gives us hope. He's got hope for tomorrow. And there's a great hymn that says that God will give us strength for today and a bright hope for tomorrow because he is faithful. So he wants to give us all of those things. Okay, can we give our children a big round of applause? There's something in the bottom of your stocking for you. One last surprise. I'm sorry, grown-ups, parents, it is sweeties. Well done. Do you want to go and sit down? Thank you. Give them a round of applause. That's it. Go on then. That's it. It's all right. Leave them. It's fine. Lovely. Okay. Well, fantastic. You did a great job there. So, this Christmas, in our... Game show called Life. Think about the things that God is going to give us this Christmas. Rather than thinking about those expectations that the world puts upon us to look great, to uh, have the right things, to be with the in crowd, uh, and to have those achievements under our belt. We, we don't need those things. We can look to God for the gifts that he's, he's given us. So this year... Just to sum up, may your Christmas be a Christmas that has peace, that passes understanding beyond what you can think of. May you take hold of the grace that God gives you. Don't feel guilty about it. He's given it to you willingly and he, he loves you. I pray that you will understand that unconditional love that God has for you. And finally, I pray that God will give you the strength for today, the enjoyment of Christmas today, and a hope for tomorrow and your future. Thank you very much.